Hey there, listeners. I am Joanne Lee Cornish, your truth bomb dropper in the world of weight loss, body composition, and mastering the art of rocking the body you've always deserved and dreamed of in midlife and beyond. Let's cut through the noise. Society tells us it's downhill from now on. We're told to embrace the middle age weight gain, embrace the muscle loss and poor health. If that's your vibe, then cool. But if you're ready to defy the narrative, then I am your gal. This podcast is a no-fluff podcast where we break down the essential truths of body composition, toss around some practical tips, and dissect the latest trends. I'm not here to sugarcoat. I'm here to show you what's not just possible, but downright probable for you. If you enjoy this content, be sure to click the link in the show notes to explore how we can team up and kick mediocrity to the curb. I offer one-on-one coaching, my ever-popular group coaching programs, and my corporate Educate to Elevate program. Okay, let's get on with the podcast. Enjoy. Should women train like men? Should women lift heavy weights? And if so, why? Okay, so this fear that some women have, thankfully it is it is less than it was, you know, years ago. But this fear women have of getting too big or too bulky, there is no such thing as accidental muscle. Anybody that is walking around really buff, be them men or female, male or female, you know, it didn't happen by, they're not surprised that it happened. It didn't wake up and like, oh my gosh, how did my arms get so big? How did I get so muscular? No, it was deliberate and actionable work that they did to build muscle. Now, especially with uh, ladies. So this fear of gaining too much muscle is... I don't know how that started. Well, I've I've got a few ideas. I'll share those in a minute. But let's let's talk firstly about should women train like men. So you would think that I'm going to say yes, but I'm actually going to say no. So let me tell you why. Women can train generally, women can train faster than men. I can do more supersets with men. I sorry, with women, I can do more um circuits with women. And in doing so, they don't lose as much strength between sets. And this is why. Every muscle has a combination of fast and slow twitch muscle fibers, also called um, white and red muscle fibers. With the fast twitch muscle fibers, these are the, the white fibers and these are the muscle fibers that are explosive. So a sprinter going off the blocks, um, bench pressing a heavy weight, that is the fast muscle fibers. So they generate a lot of force, a lot of power. The way to remember it is um, fast muscle fibers are white muscle fibers, and they're white because they're, you like white knuckling it. Think it like that. So intense Um, A lot of power, a lot of immediate strength, but they fatigue very easily. So if you're lifting a crazy heavy weight, you know, you're not doing it for two minutes. They fatigue easily, but they 
provide a lot of power. So that is the fast twitch white muscle fibers, uh, which also grow. They're the ones that get bigger, hypertrophy. They get larger, denser. Um, then we have the slow twitch muscle fibers, which are the red muscle fibers. The slow twitch muscle fibers are more the endurance muscle fibers. So they don't, they, they're resistant to fatigue. They can go a lot longer. And you'll get more of, the, of those fibers like in the calves or the abs because they generally just have to work longer. So we, you get a greater proportion of the red slow twitch muscle fibers in in the areas of the body which have to kind of contract um for, for longer let's just say it like that but every and and those muscle fibers don't grow as much okay so when they they they're resistant to fatigue they can go on a lot longer and they don't really grow as much so every muscle has a combination of both fast and um slow muscle fibers or white and red muscle fibers and depending on you know, certain body types, they might have more of the fast switch muscle fibers, meaning that they can, they'll get muscular gains quicker. Um, you know, they're the people that go in a gym, lift a weight and they, they gain muscle and you're like, wow, that's great. And then you'll get the hard gainers where they, they train like crazy, but they don't get much bigger. And that is because they can have a greater proportion of a slow twitch muscle fibers. So Muscle can be, I mean, the different muscles are different and different body types are different, but a muscle can be 50-50. Um, you can have um, maybe the muscle of the calf, which might be more 70% of the slow twitch muscle fibers because it's more of an endurance muscle. But that is one, I mean, just one reason why you can get hard gainers and those that seem to build muscle pretty easily. Now with women, and again, this is generally women tend to have more of the slow twitch muscle fibers. So again, the slow twitch muscle fibers are the red muscle fibers, which don't really grow as much and they, they're resistant to fatigue. So when I'm training ladies, especially conditioned ladies, especially when I've had them you know, under my wing for a little while, I can train them pretty fast. I very, very, I mean, I can't even think of the last time I trained a lady and did straight sets because ladies can just train faster without losing strength. So I can go from, say, a, I say, say I do a hamstring curl to a shoulder press. So I often do upper lower body like that. And then we go again and they, they don't generally lose that much strength on the next set. Whereas if I get a guy and I train them pretty fast, their strength can be dramatically lower on the next set, on the second set around. And that is because generally men have more of the fast twitch white muscle fibers, which, which generate a lot of force, but they fatigue really, really quickly. So I don't train men and women the same. Now, I do have some very conditioned men and I can train them very quickly. Uh, and, and so I'm not saying this is a uh, an absolute, but generally I do train men and women very differently. Now, do I train women lighter? Absolutely not. And here's why. So women get scared of lifting heavy weights. But as we all know, muscle is lost with age. 
and the muscle fibers that we lose i mean it's we we can try and minimize the loss but l- muscle is being lost with age and if you do my muscle month program and even my mastering midlife program i explain why anabolic resistance and all this good stuff however the fibers that we are losing with age are the fast twitch white fibers the ones that hypertrophy the ones that actually grow they're the ones that we're losing with age. We're not really losing as much of the, of the slow twitch red muscle fibers, the endurance muscle fibers. So when people focus on endurance um, training, so they're, they're you know, cardio queens or, uh, good gracious, you know, the ladies that want to train with three pound weights and do like 200 reps and things like that. That's, they're not the fibers that we lose with age. We need to protect actively protect the white fibers, the fast twitch explosive muscle fibers, because they're the ones we lose with age. Now, the reason that women aren't going to get as big, there's many reasons, but one of the main reasons is because they just don't have as many of those explosive muscle fibers. They Their muscles are more, have more of the slow twitch muscle fibers, which don't grow. I mean, I see this all the time. I train some petite ladies that are strong. I mean, they are, they're like ants. They are so incredibly strong, but they're not big. And they don't ever get any bigger. The muscle gets denser. It looks really good because it looks like really hard and sinewy and, and dense. But then, they, you know, they don't change their dress size. They don't change their pant size. In fact, they're the ladies that are quite surprising. You'll see them walking on the street. And then you see if you see them in, with their shirt off, you're like, whoa, they're so buff. That even goes for a lot of the athletes, the professional, I'll say professional, but I mean amateur as well, the, the fitness people. And you think, oh, my gosh, they look so muscular on stage. Who would want to look like that? They look too big. But when they're walking amongst us, these are tiny people. These are not usually big people at all. They just look bigger, you know, when they're in a bikini on stage. So please, this fear of accidental muscle, I mean, good gracious. I started training when I was 14. I first got on stage when I was 17. I am 56 now. I have spent my entire life trying to build muscle. Like my my workouts have been geared toward building muscle and my nutrition has always been geared towards building muscle. And I would say I've lost Gosh, I don't know, 15 pounds of muscle in the last 20 years. And I and I am doing everything I can and have done for my whole adult life to protect and build muscle. So if I'm losing muscle, lordy, lordy, everybody else is. And the fear of building muscle, you've got to put that to one side. So the fibers that we want to protect are the Fibers that are triggered by explosive, heavy exercises, the big movements. So I will train ladies, like I, I want to train them as, as heavy as they can go at, w- within the, com- the confines of safety, of course. And I want to take them within, and this is a, this could be a whole separate podcast, but I, I need to take them within five reps of failure. So I don't mind if it's a 30 rep set. I don't care if it's a 10 rep set. As long as when that final rep occurs, it's within five reps of failure, then I'm I'm okay with that. So I think you don't have to go super low reps. You don't have to go 
super high reps, it's more the point at the point at which you stop that set has to be within five reps of failure. Now, being a trainer, I can I, and I can keep my clients safe. I can I can usually take them with to two to three reps of failure. Um, if you're training by yourself with some exercises, say a squat or a deadlift or something, you might not want to, you know, maybe it's it's better to be around four or five reps away from failure. Um, you don't want to be getting to that last rep, last rep and and make a mistake and hurting yourself. You've got to consider risk and reward. So why do ladies think that they're going to get too big? Well, it used to be the case that it was the lower body thing. That oh my my legs are too big already. I, I, I my legs are already muscular enough. I don't need them any bigger. And now the fashion has changed now. And now having a very big um, full lower body is very fashionable. Which I like that because honestly, it's more realistic for most women. It's not realistic for me because I've never put put on weight on my lower body. So I am I am an epic fail with today's fashion. But um. I've got, a little button, slim hips and slim legs. And my 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 weight, I never went there. But generally, women hold a lot more weight on the lower body. The mistake is thinking that it's muscle. If you've got a pair of shorts on or your underwear and you flex your leg and look in the mirror, if you don't see any detail, if you don't see any separation or any striations, then what you're looking at is fat. Simple as that. It is not muscle. I'm not saying you haven't got muscle under there. But if you're not seeing any detail, then it is fat. Now, if we want to lose fat, if people are trying to get leaner, then what we have to do is mobilize fat. So we have to get fat from the fat stores on the body. Um, I explain this completely, completely in my 21-day signature weight loss program, but we have to get the fat out of its storage site, out of its fat cell and into the blood, the fat then travels in the blood and goes to the working muscle. Well, 70% of your muscle is on your lower body. So if we're not going to train our lower body because we think it's, you know, muscular enough already, then we are really limiting our, our ability to oxidize fat. Ladies, if you want to lose weight, we have to be training our lower body. Now, these days, this is a conversation, you know, if I've been saying this 15 years ago, I'd be I'd been having to persuade ladies to do this. But now it's so fashionable to have a really thick lower body that most women are um really excited to train lower body. And I think that is fabulous. Ladies, if you are fearful of gaining too much muscle that it would be bulky please put that please 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 put that notion aside train as heavy as you can safely and know that you are protecting the muscle fibers that are lost with age and you're also increasing your ability to burn fat all over your body trying to get within five reps of failure and you've got to be honest with that so, you know, if your workout program says four sets of 12, you know, if you're doing four sets of 12, but you could have got 20, then that workout's not going to work. I talk about this in my Muscle Month program. Gosh, I'm just naming all my programs in this, this podcast, huh? But I, I'm just I'm saying that because I can expand so much on this. But 
the nature of the podcast not going to allow me to do it in, in this one episode. Please don't be scared of building muscle. Also, muscle is a third of the size of fat. You've probably seen that diagram that goes around five pounds of fat, five pounds of muscle. But it is true. If you gain one pound of muscle, it's minuscule. If you gain five pounds of muscle, and ladies, it might take you a year to do that. It's small. It It's not going to change your dress size. It's not going to change your, your jean size. Although there is one thing that does happen or can happen after working out, and that is temporary um, muscle volume. So if you train your arms or you train your legs and you feel kind of big and, and the muscles feel big for a day or two, that's just muscle volume. Um, I mean, I used to be a, a lot, lot, lot larger. I used to be what am I now? If I'm about one to 40, I used to be, yeah, I used to be a good 40 pounds heavier than I am now. And most of it being muscle. And although I liked being that muscular at the time and a professional bodybuilder, I kind of had to be, it didn't always work for me. There were, there were times that I wanted to feel smaller. So in the gym, in Gold's Gym Venice and, you know, Venice, California, generally, it worked really well for me because everybody's kind of buff. But say I was going to a social event or something, you know, out of my usual circle and I didn't want to feel that big. You know, I didn't want to feel like my arms were super muscular. I didn't. All I would do is I wouldn't train for a few days. I would do cardio for four days and I wouldn't lift any weight. And I would go in generally four or five pounds lighter because a lot of the volume that we a lot of the size that we carry when we're training all the time is is just simply muscle volume so that's an, that's another way of doing it i um just if, if you're in occasion maybe at a wedding or pool party or something where you just want to feel a little bit smaller fine just don't train just do cardio for 4 days keep your carbs low and the muscle volume will dissipate and you'll just feel a little bit more comfortable Ladies, we need to lift big, heavy things safely. And if there's guys listening to this podcast, which I hope there is, but because this is not a chick podcast, this is, you know, I'm going to cover all sorts of subjects. And my client base in my programs, I mean, it's probably 75% women, but it is 25% men. My, I, my, my programs and my work is not female biased it is for the information is for everybody and so the take home for you guys from this episode is the muscle that we lose with age is the fast twitch white muscle fibers that are triggered by explosive explosive exercises um the the resistance training they're heavy weights those are the muscle fibers we need to protect with age, and they are the ones that were lost. I'll give you a, a, an example just to finish off with. So I am 56 years young at the moment, and when I, and it sounds terrible, but when I was marrying my first husband, it sounds like there's a list, there's only been two, but when I was marrying my, my first husband, when I was 30. Five, I think I was. I remember getting on the scale on my wedding day 
and I wanted to be 155 pounds and I got on the scale and it was kind of funny and it made me laugh because I was 155 pounds and that is the weight I'd wanted to be. So at 155 pounds, I was really pretty lean. I felt great about that weight. I was really pretty lean. Well, now, you know, 20 years later, and I've been training for 20 years, I eat the same way I, I, I have done for 20 years, you know, high protein, lower carbs. I still train as heavy as I can. And now I, I weigh about 139, 140. So I'm a good 15 pounds less. And and, and the point should be, when I was um, 155 on that wedding day, I was lean. I mean, my legs were striated. I was lean. Now I am, say, say I'm, let's just say I'm 15 pounds less and I'm not as lean. I'm still pretty lean, but I'm not as lean as I was, was then. So I am, I weigh less, but I am fatter, even though I have been training consistently my entire adult life to promote hypertrophy, to promote muscle size, muscle gains, because that's my, that's my happy, happy place. And if I have lost 15 pounds, if with my nutrition and my training, my what I'm saying is all my actions have been deliberate and intentional to build and maintain muscle. If I've lost muscle, then nobody has to fear gaining accidental muscle, especially if they're over the age of, say, 35. It's just not going to happen. I'll finish this with this one thing. The mistake I see a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, is people don't train close to failure. So they'll train to their, oh, well, I'll do 12 reps, I'll do 15 reps, and they're nowhere near failure. And they'll go through it, and those workouts are just kind of boring. I've got to tell you that when you train close to failure, it's fun. You get that rush, you get that, high almost it that's where the fun that's where when people say they don't like lifting weights now maybe maybe they don't i get it you know doing repetitions over and over again i would argue that they just you know don't understand what they're trying to create because if you really understand what you're trying to create it's kind of fun but the fun is getting to that place where the muscle almost fails it legit feels good I mean, do, doing hard things generally feels good. You know, um, comfort doesn't, honestly, comfort does not feel good. It really doesn't. So if you're doing comfortable workouts, you're doing them and what, but you're not too excited about them. You don't come out of there feeling really great about yourself. So maybe with this new year starting, maybe that's one thing you can you can focus on, especially if you are an intermediate or advanced lifter that has been lifting safely for a while and I don't I don't have to worry about your form. But really focus on taking that muscle to failure or or within five reps. If you're doing something like a bicep curl, you can go within two reps of failure. If you're doing something like a free bar squat, you might want to come, you know, you might want to finish maybe four reps out just because of the risk reward. But when you get to that point of stopping, just, just give it a thought and think, have I got a few more reps? I guarantee you do. And it's kind of strange because when I do this with myself and I do it with clients, they think they're done. And often I can get eight or 10 more reps out of them. It's bizarre. And it's fun. 
So lift heavy things often and safely. Protect that muscle and don't fear this, 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 I don't know, this thing of accidental muscle. It simply does not exist. If somebody is walking around, buffers all heck, maybe you don't like the look of it, but they have done that deliberately. It didn't happen on accident. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I trust I sparked your interest, provided a nugget or two of wisdom, and armed you with something practical for immediate use. If you've got burning questions or specific topics that you'd like me to tackle, check out the show notes for ways to reach out. Until next time, stay curious. If you've enjoyed this content, be sure to click the link in the show notes to explore how we can work together. And please go to www.theshrinkshop.com dot com.